Hello everyone, it's me, Psycho. Who's ready to join me on a journey to the dark side as we release the demons? I'm going to bring all the dark, ugly nightmares of mental health right here to you. Listener's discretion is advised. There is a trigger warning in this one. So if you are triggered easily or if you aren't ready to hear what others won't talk about, please don't listen any further. For those of you that want to know about the demons within, then welcome to Psycho Speaks. For those of you still listening, I thank you, because this is something that needs to be talked about and heard as well. So let's begin. Let me start by saying, I've struggled with several demons for a very long time. I've had so many thoughts run through my head. The questions that my demons would surface would go from, am I good enough? Is this my fault? To, maybe I'm just worthless. Or, is this life really worth it? At one point, I just wanted to end it. Yes, I mean commit suicide because things had gotten so dark and I was struggling trying to fight my demons and it took me a little while to realize I needed help to fight this war inside my head and I couldn't do it alone anymore and I'm not saying I wasn't strong enough because well to be honest it takes a lot of strength to seek help especially when you know you need it. See, the problem with that nowadays is it's so hard to find someone that will listen or something that actually helps. There are so many people that attempt to reach out and are rejected, judged, or just ignored. So many people that don't understand what those suffering are going through every day. And those that say a trauma victim is faking it, or it's not really that bad, just stop. Who are you to make comments like that about something you don't understand? And to those that are faking it for attention or a pity party, why would you do such a thing? Do you realize that doing that creates stereotypes and makes it harder for those that do suffer to receive the help they need? That's one of the main reasons people are taking their own lives, because they have no one to help them, and that's just sad.
putting something this serious in the dark is not okay. And I'm tired of having to hide it in the back of the closet. Mental health is done being kept quiet like it's some horrible secret. The only thing that's horrible about it is how mental health is being addressed. With that being said, it's time I stop living in silence too. Here's my story. Let's take a step back in time to when I first experienced trauma for the first time. I was 9 or 10 years old. I was molested by a family member's boyfriend at the time. He had drugged her and tried to take advantage of me. Now being so young, I didn't understand what was going on, but I knew something wasn't right. But I was afraid to say anything too. It got better for a while after that. My life, I mean. Then the torment started again. When I got about 16 years old, the bullying and manipulation and gaslighting had begun. All done by people I went to school with or the guy I was dating at the time. And every day, the things they would say would echo in my head. And that's when the suicidal thoughts and attempts started. I only got worse from there and eventually became a problem and a disappointment. Not to my family, but to myself. I then got pregnant at 18 and was scared, mostly because I didn't know anything about parenting, but I was overjoyed at the same time because I wanted to be a mom. I was very stressed out during the pregnancy because the fathers to my unborn child wanted to make it a habit to fight in front of me all the time. Plus, I was still trying to go to school. For those of you that caught that I said fathers, I'll explain that in a minute. Now, I had miscarried my firstborn son at five months pregnant. The thought of having to go to the hospital to deliver a baby that I would never get to hold or watch grow up just shattered me. Well, while I was still pregnant, I had the fluid in the sack around my baby tested. And keep in mind, I was going through a really hard time in my life. My ex, which was my first love, had cheated on me and left me in a bad way. And as soon as I tried to move on, my ex decided to play games with my heart and use me. So the test from the fluid comes back. And I went to talk to the doctor about it. In which he goes on to tell me, my baby had three different DNAs and a whole extra set of chromosomes. I was baffled. 
Shortly after going through my miscarriage, I cut ties with my ex and continued my life with the new man that I had in my life. And we got pregnant again with another boy. And I ended up carrying full term and giving birth to him. The father to my son and myself got married once I turned 22. And we were only married for a few months before he started getting abusive and was gaslighting me almost every day. So we decided it was time to part ways only because I got tired of the abuse and I cheated with a man that I would soon have a relationship with and eventually have a beautiful daughter with. Little did I know this man would treat me worse than I could ever imagine. I couldn't believe I was in a domestic violence relationship for four years and had no idea how to get out of it or if I was even going to survive it. I lost my daughter a year or so after I finally got out of that horrible relationship. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back. To continue my story, I lost my daughter because my ex told someone he used a belt on my children. He did not. DSS didn't take the time to listen to me and snatched my daughter from me. After losing my daughter, I found out the social worker that had took her got caught for using drugs and was fired after my case was closed. And not once did they offer to take another look at my case. Now, at 32, I still have anxiety and depression because of the hell I went through. I'm starting to control my demons better now. I've been in counseling since 2017, and I'm doing a lot better. Now let's discuss what others won't talk about when dealing with mental health struggles. Let's start with how anxiety makes you want to isolate yourself. Because the thought of being in a large crowd or around people in general sets you off so bad. Because your anxiety has fed you so many lies saying everyone is looking at you and you look like a monster. Or that they can tell something is wrong with you. And they think you're a freak. Or maybe someone will ask you what's wrong with you and you won't know how to answer that question. Or maybe you're tired of having to just say you're tired. Now everyone is different but that's what anxiety looked like for me. 
Depression was so different. I don't want to get out of bed. My self-love goes right out the window. I usually don't want to do shit. Just lay around and not eat or anything. And having anxiety and depression at the same time is a living hell. Your thoughts are racing. You're thinking things like, It's my fault I'm like this. What's wrong with me? I need to do something, but what's the point? I should eat, but I really don't want to. Is today going to get worse? It doesn't even matter anymore. You have to take control of those thoughts. Those thoughts don't define you. Remind yourself it's your life. And shut those demons up. Take your life back. The back and forth of anxiety and depression can be controlled. It just takes some time to learn how. And once you're able to take your life back and adjust yourself to the new normal, it's an amazing feeling. The reason I say the new normal is because once you've experienced trauma, it changes everything, including you and what was normal has changed. That normal that you were used to is gone now. And you have to get used to the new normal. But once you take control, the new normal isn't too bad. It helped me when I would go to different events. Large crowds would work on my anxiety and my attacks would start in the parking lot if I saw a lot of cars in the parking lot. Now, I just tell myself I don't care what they think because it's my life, not theirs. That mindset helped me so much. Live your life the way you want. Because at the end of the day, if it makes you happy, do it. And remember, you're in charge. And it's not their life. It's yours. That's all the time we have for this segment. I hope you enjoyed this topic. And don't forget to tune in next month for a new episode. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to shine bright, stay positive, and look for the rainbow after the storm. Catch you later.